Okay, let's get started with Pasha's Kedoshim, Tavshin Ayin Aleph. In the post-Pesach world that we are in now, and we uh, start the Yemei HaSvira, Pasha's Kedoshim alone this year. There's enough in Kedoshim to talk about that even though it's not teamed up with Achremos this year, we will try to, uh, to do our best to cover some of the, cover some of the, um, some of the issues. Just to start off with something that's not on your sheet, I just saw this this afternoon. So it's a, it's a story that you might have heard from Yisrael Salanter. Tonight is a night of uh, Mishalim. We have a number of Mishalim tonight. Mishalim, but they'll start off with a story uh, based on the Pasuk in Perak Yutas, Pasuk Yudalev. They have a number of Yisurim there. Losignovu, Losachachashuva, Losachachu is Bamiso. Don't steal, don't deny. You cannot um, falsify against your friend. One time there was a, uh, a Shochet in the town of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. And um, he came to Rabbi Yisrael Salanter and said, I have to give up my post. He says, why? He says, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just too nervous. I'm too nervous that I, I passed the shechita and the knife. It's, just, it's like so, I might be being machol nevela, giving people non-kosher items to eat. I, 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 I shake and I tremble every time I do shechita. I can't. I can't. It's, it's too dangerous. So he says, okay, so where are you going? What are you going to do? He says, I'm going to go into business. He says, oh, you're going into business. Can I tell you a secret? The trade that you're involved in now only has a one is a risk. You go into business, lo signovu, lo sachachashuv, lo sachachvish b'amiso, lo sachmod, lo sigzol, lo sonu. There's a lot more risk in the business world than there is in the shechita world, says Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. See, he kept being the shochet in the town of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. Again, maybe the message being as well that many times we're focused on the worry of the Benadam Lamakom, and uh, we also have to realize, maybe even more so, in the world of Benadam Lachavero, we have to make sure not to step on any toes of any of any halachas. Okay, gets the ball that's on the pasik of Pergutas, Pasik Yud Aleph. Okay, so now we get into. I'm sorry, I forgot a chumash. Kind of a, uh, we get into the beginning of the parsha, um, parsha Kedoshim, where, of course, the uh, the uh, the most famous thought that we've discussed in the past is the Ramban in the beginning of the parsha. Any, any, he's fine. Uh, we've discussed the Ramban in the past. We've discussed others. Kedoshim to you. But if you look at the beginning, uh, let's just read the first two psukim, where the Torah tells us, I'm sorry, I read the, the end of Achremos. Here we go. Next pasuk. Ish imo Fear your parents. and keep Shabbos. I am Hashem your God. What is the connection between these three phrases in the pasuk? The specific connection between Shabbos and Kibbutz of Aim or Yira of Aim will get to soon. But what about all three phrases first? Is there any way to read the Pasuk of Ishimov Avivtiro is one idea, Shapsos Tishmo is another idea, and Yeshem Avokechem is a third idea? Says Rev Yosef Nechemya Kornitzer. Always good to start off with him. The last Rav in Krakow. The Nero Lavarus, source number one, Kal Hemshech Mora Avaimu Shmir Shabbos Lakan, Imash Amar Akavya Ben Mahalalel. I want to connect this to what Akavya Bahamalalel says in Pirkei Avos. His Talkel Dvarim. If we look at three things, we won't come to any Avera. Da me'ayin basa ula'ana toholech uvlefnei miyata asaliti did v'cheshven. Famous Mishnah that we know. Know where you came from, where you're going, and who are in front of whom will you stand in judgment. So we know what Akavya says. Akavya says, where do you come from? A tipa srucha, from a, a putrid drop. We came from nothing. Where are we going? Where are we going? We're going to a makam rim of a saleya. We're going to the kever. And we're going to stand in front of Melech Machayim Lacham It's a pretty scary Mishnah. Pretty serious Mishnah. And it uh, makes us focus on our, on our mortality. But says Rabbi Yosef Nechemia, the same three questions could be asked, but three different answers could be given in a more positive and optimistic light. Says, and he says you have this in Svarim. Line 7. V'kfar amru b'svarim akadoshim. It says in many Svarim. Ki zeh ha-derech lo noma rak l'ktanei ha'am. The answers that are given in the Mishnah are only for those who aren't on those, such a level. Those, who have, those of us who have to be scared. Those of us who aren't on a level to be so inspired by the positive nature of things. 
We have to be scared. So Chavi Malal says, "Yeah, tipa srucha, makam rima v'soleya." Scary stuff. But for those Baalei Seichel amongst us, those who hopefully are on a higher level and connect to God in a more positive light, there are three totally different answers to the same questions. Not focusing on the shiflus ha'adam, on the lowliness of mankind, the tipa srucha and the makam rima v'soleya, rak lahefich, we look at three things, three sublime ideas in Ein Bali De Avera. Lo shi'aros adam ha'pchisos erko, rak lahefuch, she'yistakel berum erko, umimenu yikach lahavin chovato neged Hashem. You think about the following three. Me'ayin basa, where did you come from? Look at the misora that we have behind us. Look at the Avos and the Imos Akdoshim. May I in Basa may Avos Kadoshim Avra Bislav Yaakov may Imos Kadoshos. Look Jew, look where we came from. The Alkena Chova Gamalachal his Kadeshuli Hitayer Ula Hagbia Ov Pedarchi Hashem. Look where we came from. Look whose shoulders we're standing on. It's amazing. Ukaboshe Himlets like Chazal say. Uh, like the Torah says, Su'u esrosh kol adas b'nei Yisrael l'mishpacho, sam l'veisavosam. Count. But literally, what does Su'u mean? Lift up. Rosh kol adas b'nei Yisrael l'mishpacho, sam l'veisavosam. How do you read the Pasach al-Derek Drush? Ki ha-ga'avus hu davar nachutz ma'o la'avodas Hashem. We have to have a positive and a little bit of self-confidence. In our service of God. That we won't be scared in front of the scoffers. But we're finite, we're little ants in the large universe of creation. So what are we proud of? We're proud of our past. We're proud of where we came from. Line 21. That's how you read the Pasik. Su'u et rosh kol adas b'nei Yisrael. Lift up the Jews. Hapach b'kirbam. Hafech b'kirbam. Nesiyas rosh v'kom ha'zakufa. Al yidei yistak luseinu l'mishpachosam l'vei savosam. Look at their avos. So su'u et rosh l'mishpachosam l'vei savosam. That's the wrong. Me'ayin bata. You come from Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. You come from an amazing, illustrious past. Next question. Ula'ana teholeich. Where are you going? What is the sikhli, in his words, answer? Look what a Jew has to live for. A Jew has to live for earning olam haba. Every time we're osik in a Torah and a mitzvah, we're, we're living a life where we're earning the ability to be next to the Kisei HaKavid, to be nana from the Zivashchina in the next world. What an unbelievable destiny that we have. And every second that we're involved in something positive in this world, that's what we're earning and that's what we're accruing for ourselves. That's where are you going? You're going to such an unbelievable place. We believe this world is Doma Lepruzdar. It's just a hallway. Just a hallway. What does it say in Koheles? Tov Yom Voldo. Right, better is the day of death than the day of the birth. Why? Because the Medrash gives the mushal of a boat when a boat goes out to sea. You don't know if it's going to be a successful journey. You don't know if it's going to, what's going to be, if it's going to capsize. If it's... But when the boat comes back in, you know it's been successful. Then that's time for celebration. Tov Yom HaMavis, Miomi Voldo. Because that's the next step. The next step is the Olam Haba. That's where we're going. Like Rechud Ben Akana says, and we say it at a Siyam, Heim Ratzim, Anachnu Ratzim. They run and we run. Heim Ratzim, Leber Shachas, Vanachnu Ratzim, Lechai Olam Haba. Leros, Chartov, Vamaleinu. Look where we're running. Manoam, Goraleinu, Mayafa, Yerusha, Seinu. We have something to wake up for every morning. That's the answer to the second question. Where are you going? Going to Olam Haba. We're going to a place near the Kisei HaKavit. And finally, the third question. Vashlishis, the end of the top first column. What's the greatest way to be inspired in life? It's just thinking about God. Thinking about how awesome he is, like the Rambam. I didn't give it to you. The Rambam and Hilkos Yisodi Hatoma, where the Rambam talks about. You just think about every the world around us. 
It leads to Avaz Hashem. It leads to Yerath Hashem. Just thinking about everything around us. Thinking about Hashem. That's the greatest. But in a positive light. We're going to stand in front of Hashem. We have a relationship with Hashem. We have a father. We have a father. If we always have his focus in front of us, that will save us from sin. So how do we stay away from sin? Where do you come from focusing on our past, Avram, Yisach, and Yaakov? Focusing on the goal of life, Olam Haba. And that's the answer to the three questions in the more positive way. So says I don't know which form he had this from. He quotes this from the Sorma Kedoshim. But he says, now we can understand the beginning of Parshas Kedoshim. Why? Line 7. The Torah says to be holy. The Torah says, how can you be holy? How can you stay away from sin? Number one, line ten, ish imova aviv tirau. Have the proper perspective on your parents, on your grandparents, on your past. Hainu abitu otzurchot zavtem, the zume ayin bata. Esaenai elaharim, elaharim. To look at the past, that's me ayin basa. Ish imova aviv tirau. Number two, vashenis veshabsosai tishmaru shabbos. Shabbos is me'ein olam haba. Yom Shekula Shabbos and Menucha. That's what we daven for. Shabbos Tishmoa. Remember where you're going. Ki Anuratzim Lachayel Lamabal. Yom Shekula Shabbos. Shmir Shabbos Yaskirenu. Shabbos will remind us. Ki Yesh Lefanino Olamabal. Yom Shekula Shabbos. That's why. Why is it if, if, if a Jew keeps if all Jews keep one or two Shabbosos, depending on which Chazal you pick, Miyad Gula is going to come. Why is the Gula going to come? Why is the only Shabbos? Why not if all Jews wear tefillin? If all Jews do, because Shabbos is main olam haba. So if we keep Shabbos, which is main olam haba, so we're going to get to olam haba. We're going to get to the next step of history, which is Geula. So it's not the Shabbos. That's Shabbos Tishmaru. And finally, what's the third phrase of the pasuk? Ani Hashem Olkechem. Think about me. Histakel l'fei So the three more positive, more sublime answers to the questions of Akavia bin Mahalalel are all hinted to in this Pasuk of Kedoshim Tehiyu. That's Rav Yosef Pechemya. The, the creativity had one of the great darshanim in our, in our history in the past 150 years reads a Pasuk in Chumash and reads behind and under and digs down under the Pasuk. That's Rav Yosef Pechemya. Okay. But even before Rav Yosef Pechemya, go ready, go back to Rashi. Let's focus on the first two phrases of the Pasuk. First two phrases of the Pasuk, which Chazal already pick up on. What's the connection between Aved V'imo Tira'u and Shabsosai Tishmoru? Shabbos and we'll call it Kibar Aveim. It's not Kibar Aveim. Different source. Yira Aveim. But why? What's the connection between those two? So Rashi already quotes. Imo V'aviv Tira'u. First he quotes why the order of father and mother is switched. Kabir is Avicha V'asimecha. Father is first and then starts the difference and the other mother is first. Okay. Not for now. But the next Rashi is Shabsosai Tishmoru. Samach Shmira Shabbos L'mora Av. Shmir Shabbos is put with Mora of a father. Lomar to teach me Sha'afa Pishi his Harticha Amorav. Even though Hashem has given us the Tzivui, one must be in awe of their father. Im Yom Alacha Chalel Asa Shabbos Al Tishmalo. V'chein B'Shar Kol Hamitzvus. If my father ever tells me to do an Avera, somebody has five thousand to do an Avera or mother for that matter, you know I want to listen. Right? Kadosh Baruch Hu's in charge of my parents. Kadosh Baruch Hu's in charge of everybody's parents and in charge of us. V'chein b'shar kol ha-mitzvos, Rashi adds in. So too by all the other mitzvos. Shaila is though, why does the Torah choose to illustrate this principle of a parent not being allowed to tell their child to do an Avera with Shabbos? For there must be something deeper. If I saw all mitzvos, fine. If my father tells me to wear shatnis, I'm not allowed to listen. If my father tells me to do any Avera, eat non-kosher. But specifically the Torah says Shabbos and Kibar of Aim or Yira of Aim together. So what is the connection between those two? So one idea that we've mentioned in the past, but I checked the notes, we've never mentioned it in the Parshish year, and one that uh, I don't think we've mentioned. First, let's see the words of Klayaka, which we have not mentioned, I don't think, and then we'll see Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, which we have mentioned in other contexts. Says the Klayaka. Source number two. Ishi Mova Vifti He quotes Rashi. And then he quotes in the second paragraph. 
Why Shabbos? Out of all mitzvahs. Lefi shetam shal mitzvahs kibbut of aim says the kliyakar. Let's think about the reasons behind the mitzvahs. And if you think about it in a deep way, says the kliyakar, it's the same idea, the same principle that we are supposed to learn from Shabbos is the principle that we're supposed to learn from kibbut of aim, and vice versa. What's the principle behind kibbut of aim? One of the principles. We're supposed to give proper respect to those who brought me into existence. Without our parents, we wouldn't be here. So the fact that I exist means I have to give proper respect and, and awe, be in awe and trepidation of my parents. That's keeping up an aim. It's all about realizing why we exist. Well, why does the whole world exist? Shabbos is about Hashem creating everything. Hashem bringing everything into existence. Your parents brought you into the world, but who brought your parents into the world? And who brought their parents and their parents and their parents going all the way back? HaKadosh Baruch so if you keep going with the Kibbutz of Aim theme, we'll get to the Shabbos theme. It's the same idea. Being Makir, the one, either with a small O or a capital O, being Makir, the one that brought the world into existence. And therefore, specifically Shabbos is mentioned. Why? Other Averis, of course you don't listen. Shabbos would have been a Havamina otherwise. Why? Because the same idea. Okay, the same idea. So you don't do that one. You do this one. No. The Torah is telling you that if your father or your mother says that to keep Shabbos, that's undermining the whole principle. You can't have one without the other. If my father tells me not to keep Shabbos and tells me the world was always here, I'm the only father. There's no father in heaven. To seduce you. No. We cannot listen. We have to be mevatel, my fathers, for my other fathers. Right? My father tells me to do something, we all have a greater father that tells us to do something. My father told me to do any other avir, of course, I'm not supposed to listen to him. If I believe, if I keep Shabbos, then I believe HaKadosh Baruch is in charge. So of course I have to listen to all the other mitzvahs and averis that HaKadosh Baruch tells me. It's only if I don't have Shabbos, then, then my father, this is my only father. So that's Tafka Wise of the Kliyakar, because it's the same idea. That's why I might have thought that one could overcome the other one and one could substitute. That is why we have it. That's even why he says at the end why there's the juxtaposition of these two Nesaras and Divras. Mitzvah 4 and 5. Dibra 4 and 5. Dibra 4 Shabbos. Dibra 6. Dibra 4 Shabbos. Dibra 5 is Kibbutz Aim. The bottom of the first column. Right? So there's a lot discussed why Kibbutz Aim is in the first column. But he, the Klayakar just said at the end, why, why is Shabbos next to Kibbutz Aim? Right here. That's, that's another Pasuk. Where you see they are connected. Okay. That's the Klayakar. What's the connection between Shabbos? Why Shabbos is picked? And what is the connection between Shabbos and Ish Imov Aviv Tiro? Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, in Amos Liyakov, source number three, has a different idea. Another level of interpretation. What's the connection between Ish Imov Aviv Tiro and Shabsose Tishmaru? I mentioned this in the past that I first heard this thought in the form of a story. That Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky was once on an airplane with his children and... And uh, there was a non-Jew on the plane that saw how Rabbi Yaakov's children were servicing him and waiting on, waiting on him and getting him everything he needed. And, uh, and he went to the Rabbi Yaakov and he said, Rabbi, I don't understand, how do, how do you, 
how do you instill such values? How do you, how do you, they, they, they want to do it. They have such respect and awe for you. How do you do it? My kids aren't like that. So said Rabbi Yaakov, again, this is with a story, and then later on I saw it uh, in his Sefer. Says Rabbi Yaakov, it's simple. Many other religions, and you believe that every generation which is more developed and more technologically advanced is better. So the more modern you are and the more further you are in history, so the better you are. And you're not old-fashioned. And everything is wonderful. And, and in the, they live before microwaves. And they live before cars. And they live before internet. Oh, we're so much better off than them. So of course they're not going to be machabi you because they're better than you in their hashkafa. But we believe that we are further from the source every generation that we go through history. And we believe that the further we get from Harsinai, the further we get from Bria Sa'olam, the more distant we are. And there are even some Rishonim that believe, I don't know if Yaakov said this, this Katnu Adoros. That the further we are, the worse off we are. And the more blurry the Mesorah is. And in the days of the Mishnah, they didn't need the Gemara. And in the days of the Gemara, they didn't need the Rishonim. But we need Achrone Achronim. We can't even look in the primary sources anymore. We need Malachtim. So it says Rabbi Yaakov, so of course they're going to be mechabing me, because I'm closer to the source. That's the story. Now we get to Rabbi Yaakov inside. Nero Bavar HaKesher, this story is put into the Pasuk. What's the connection between Shabbos and Kibar Aveim? Debe'emes, line two, Haman bin Bekad Olam, those who believe that the world was always here, Bekad Olam, there was no such thing as creation. Those who believe in certain types of Darwinism, we came from the apes. Every generation then, the further we are from the monkeys, the better we are. Yeah, my grandfather is two generations closer to the monkeys. He's more lucky than me. Me, I'm further. I'm the furthest from the monkey in history. So I'm better off. Right, the older generation has to give cover to the younger generation. But we who believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world and he created on the Marishan on day six. And he was Yitzir Kavav Shalak Adish Baruch Hu Ukechol Shem Misrachim Ador Es Yoser Anu Misrachim Ehash Baruch Elokit Umigad Luso Yisbarach. And the further we get in history, we get it further from the divine inspiration that was instilled in Vayipaf Achav Nishmas Chayim Bevade Hasum Alinu Lachavin Es Darakode. So it's only logical that we are Machabed and we hold in awe the earlier generations. They're closer to the source. Says Rabbi Yaakov, now we understand the Pasuk. It says, fear your parents. What svara, what, what could I have in my head to make it easier, to help explain why it makes sense to fear my parents? Because the Kodesh Baruch who created the world in six days and rested on the seventh. Because there was Bria Sa'olam. Briyat HaOlam is the basis for Yira of, of the Ima. Because we believe in Briyat HaOlam and we are more distant from the source, so Yira of the Aim makes perfect sense. That's Rabbi Yaakov. Shabbos, the Hashkafa, the Emuna of Shabbos is what then helps me keep it of the Aim. He doesn't say it, but maybe that's, now we also understand like the Klayakr said, Deber 4 and Deber 5. Deber 4 is Shabbos. You get Shabbos. Okay, now go to Deber 5. Keep it of the aim. Because if you believe in Briyas HaOlam and everything that's closer to the source is better and is on a higher level, then Keep it of the aim makes sense as well. So we have really three ideas how to explain the connection between this second Pasuk and the Parsha. Yutes Gimel, we have Yosef Vechemya who says, explains all three phrases. We have the Klayakar and Rabbi Yaakov will explain the first two phrases. And he ends off with a, with a great line that is quoted in a few svarim. But he quotes what, he, what Rabbi Chadon Wasserman said. Chadon Wasserman once said that if Darwin would have ever seen the Chavetz Chaim, he would have thrown ahead his whole theory. The Chavetz Chaim could have no connection to an ape. 
he would have bet the Chavis Chaim, he would have thrown out his whole, his whole, his whole theory. Impossible, impossible. That's at the end. Rebbe Chana. Rebbe Chana was a, uh, with a star pupil of the Chavetz Chaim and of Rebbe Chaim. He went to learn by Rebbe Chavetz Chaim. He learned by both of them. That's Rebbe Chana Wasserman. Okay. Weiter. Says, para, let's continue. Parak Yutes, Pasik Yud Gimel. Yutes Yud Gimel. Says the Torah right before Shani. Do not oppress your friend. Don't steal. Do not withhold the wages of a worker. These are about Talon. If I have to pay a worker, I have to pay him on the spot. That's what we have to think about. I know in one of the barber shops right here, about 10 minutes uh, up the block here, there's a sign, sign on the wall that says, when at the barber, you can do seven mitzvahs. Do seven mitzvahs at the barber. A few of them have to do with payas, obviously. But there's also, one of them is Baltalin. When you pay the barber, right? Zakiyam of not violating Baltalin. You have a chance there to not pay him until tomorrow. I'll pay you tomorrow. No, Lotzalin. Pula Sachir. That's a Mitzvah Srikha's Kavana. Right? You have to think about that. Whenever you pay at the, right? I don't know if credits, I don't think that's an issue of Baltalin. Right? Because you just get paid, uh, you are paying. Right? You just don't feel it. Right? Uh, but you are paying. Anyway, there's a story that's so in the Chiyucha Shatorah. A story from Reb Zusha. Reb Zusha about lo solid pu'ula sachir. Reb Zusha, man, Polish, who was very, very poor. And one time he wanted to give his wife a little simcha, so he bought her a simla chadasha. Wanted to buy her a new, a new scarf, a new shirt, a new blouse. Chazak pruta la pruta. He saved little by little. Prutas, prutas. Ukshit staver es lo schumatim. When he found, when he got the right amount, finally had, he gave it to his wife. And she bought a piece of material and she started sewing. Started sewing. I'm sorry, she didn't sew it. She gave it to a tailor to start sewing. This tailor was also extremely poor and impoverished. And he had a daughter who was about to get married. He worked on the simla for a week. And in the middle, of course, his daughter came in and saw, What are you making me for the wedding? How beautiful! He says, it's not for you, I'm sorry. It's for Abzusha's wife, it's for the Rebetzin. And he said, Oi, what can I do? And now, he was very upset, and the son-in-law heard about it, and they were going to mevatel the shidduch. Lamaisa, it was, it was, uh, it was and the, when the Rebzusha's wife came to the tailor and saw the situation, she said, keep it. Keep it. She came home and said, Reb Zusha, I got to tell you what I did. What did you do? There was a tailor. And the tailor's daughter was, was getting married. And very poor. And I, I couldn't. I couldn't take it. So I gave it. So Reb Zusha looks at her sternly and says, Did you at least pay for it? So what do you mean did I pay for it? I gave her the gave gave her the whole thing. She's like, no, but she she worked for you. This is her Baltalin. Did you pay for it? They worked for you. You decided to give it as a gift. That's your problem. Did you pay for it? Rebzusha's wife runs back and goes and pays for the pays for the pot and pays for the scarf. Rebzusha didn't want anybody to violate Baltalin. That's a tzaddik yisod olam. Last second to last line. V'chimi shubshet natana natana natat. Matana lebita mutalano atol la kapech escharo miyad halcha rabbanit v'shul malachay escharo. Okay, I just saw two stories. That's one, and then another one. I just saw the I saw them together. And the next source actually related to something that we're going to talk about this week. The uh, pasuk says in Yutes Tezvav. Read you the pasuk right after Sheni. In righteousness shall you judge your friend, your Amisecha. Says Rashi, Kimashmao, in the simple interpretation, judges have to judge properly. is not just a Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, but it's a Halacha. It's part of the mitzvah of the Seder Raisa of the Seder Raisa. The Rambam, the Chinuch, quote, Dan Makav Schus, as part of the mitzvah of the of B'Tzedek Tishpat Amisecha. Judging favorably. It's not just for judges, it's for all of us in life as well. 
So it's a beautiful story that's told that I saw it, uh, not one other place also, but in Pincus quotes it in source number five on our Pasuk. The uh, Yom HaShoah is this week, so also it's an appropriate story to, um, to talk about. It says when the, uh, the end of the Shoah, the end of the Holocaust, they came to the displaced persons camp. Rabbi Silver, who was one of the great, uh, great Rabbanim of the time, he came in and he was trying to be Mechazic people. He was the Rav, the Orthodox Rabbi that came. And he told over this story. He went and he was gathering people for a minion. Gathering people to get together for a minion. Line 6. There was one Jew that would not go. I'm not davening. I'm not davening. Who taught it's kifus? And anyone says I've had enough. Lower it's a minion. He was mad at God. He was mad at all the Jews around him. He's mad at everybody. He's mad at the world. Nobody's judging. This is just the mitzvahs to what they went through. If someone asked him. Everybody suffered like you. Why? It seems like you're you're worse, and you're even mad at them. What did they do? And you're you're more angry at everybody else. You can't. You're not. You don't even want to answer. He doesn't just say, "I saw terrible tragedies and I threw it all away." That that one can fathom. He says, "Let me tell you the story." There was a Jew that was able to bring, hide and, and bring a sitter in, to smuggle in a sitter. And who pierced him Anybody wants my sitter for half an hour? You gotta give me some of your daily rations. That's what this Jew did. You want to use, he smuggled in a sitter? You want to use my sitter? You got to pay me for it. You want it for an hour? You got to give your whole daily ration. He became rich, so to speak. And he ate so much, his body wasn't used to it. He ate so much that he just, his body couldn't take it. And he died. That's what happened with this person. Says this Jew to Blazer Silber, New Tireh, Eze Rasha Mushchas Huhaya. In Kfar Yeshlo Sitter, Echuhaya Kazer Rasha, Limkarez Aschuslis, Pawel, Besidit Tmuras Lechem. This Jew, says this other Jew, sold the rights to Davin? How low could you get? He sold his rights to Davin. If this is what Judaism is about, I'm not interested. This is what a Jew does. He smuggles in a sinner to take the bread away from the other, his friends. I'm not interested in this religion. This is what he says to Blaze of Silver. I don't want Minion. I don't want Yehishbe Rab. Says to Blaze of Silver, you're looking at the story wrong. You're looking at a Jew who sold the rights to the sitter. But what about all the Jews that gave up their bread to use the sitter? What about all the Jews that went starving because they wanted to use the sitter? What about those Jews? That's the message that I take out of the story. How he become rich? He became rich because it wasn't just one Russia. There were probably hundreds of Jews that were ready to give up their bread in order to use the sitter. When you look at Jews, says of Pincus, quoting Reblazer Silver, of course we all have problems. Of course there are always Yechide Skula that do not bring pride to the Jewish religion. And it's terrible what that person did, selling the rights. And if somebody does something wrong, they do something wrong. But look at all the other Jews. Look at the mysterious nefesh that they did. When we think about the Shawah, we not only think about the tragedies, but we think about the inspiration of the lives of the Jews that survived and how they survived. 
and what they did, even those that didn't survive. But said the Tishbar Amisach. Okay, moving right along. Okay, one more before we get to Biyatul Rechel Kamoch. Yutes Tezayin. Next pasuk. Kedoshim, you can spend a lot of time on a lot of sukkim. So we're going little by little to as much as we can. Says the pasuk. Lo seleich rachil ba'amecha. The next very next pasuk. Rachilus. Yisra Rachilus. Lo seleich. I just uh, I saw. I was in a shul yesterday, and I just opened up the sitter, and the front cover had a sticker, that a picture of Rashach, and next to Rashach, had a quote from Rashach. He said, I don't understand, and here he says, I don't understand how a person could open up their mouth without going through Sefer Shemir Salashan at least four times. That was the quote. Picture of Shach with his hands up, and there's a famous picture of Shach sitting in front of the golden Aaron Kodesh in Padovich, and he had said, He says, That's this do not stand idly by by the blood of your friend, Ani Hashem. This is a very important halachic and hashkafic pasuk. It's quoted in Choshen Mishpat. One is not allowed to stand idly by if their friend is in danger. We have to make sure to save them if I am able to save them. Halachic discussion we had a couple of years ago in this forum in a parsha shir. Are was one allowed? Is one obligated? to put themselves into a suffix sakana in order to save somebody from a vade sakana. Big discussion in halachically. But we're going to focus on one thought of the chazonish. Rashi says first, what does Rashi say? He's quoted in source number six. L'ros b'misa so, Do not stand idly by if one sees a fellow Jew dying. And you can save him. Not if you can't swim. If you can't swim, you can't go in. But if somebody can save them, could go Tovea Benar Vachaya, O listen by my love. Vachaya. Tovea Benar Vachaya, O listen by my love. So that's Rashi, quoting Chazal. You have to go and save them. Ask the Chazun Ish. What exactly is the root of this Chiv, of Losam al Adam Riecha? And what could I ask it this, ask it this way? If somebody cannot save their friend, are they totally exempt from anything? Osama Debrecha is only a situational iser. Some situations you can save. Some situations you can't save. Is that how we're supposed to understand this iser? Says the Chazonish, no. There's always something that we must do. Ba'achaz Igrosa. This is quoted from one of the Igros. It's quoted here in Kamoti Shalal Rav. My line two. My Yehovah and Xeris Mechiv Osama Debrecha. What exactly is the Chiv? Is the root of physical salvation? Like the simple interpretation, somebody's drowning, somebody's, somebody's, um, and it also applies to people's money. If I see somebody's money uh, in danger, I have a chiv to save it. It's not just uh, life. Or maybe the chiv is not only physical, but it's even is it purely, what's including the Yisr? Not hashkafically. Halachically, says the Chazonish. Is it just physical help? Or is it also, even if I can't do anything, I must daven. And that's how I can help in every situation. Says the Chazonish, first of all, one must know, we deep down believe that the Koach is greater than anything. And even if I can't save, obviously I, I shouldn't dive in instead of saving, but if I can't, I have to realize that that could have a tremendous effect. He quotes an example from Halacha. Line 11, skip. Somebody might mistakenly think if I see somebody in mortal danger, says the Chazonish, you can't mix and match what's included in this Isser. Where one can physically save, one has a Chiv to physically save. And if one doesn't, 
If one can't physically save, then one has a chiv to daven. If one doesn't daven, hareza shofech damim. Says the Chazonish, we could do something in every situation. It just depends what the situation is. We always obviously have to realize that HaKadosh Baruch was in charge. But line 15, You cannot save him. And if you don't dive it for him either, that's terrible. That's just like not saving him in the other situation. One has to realize that even where I have to go physically save the person, HaKadosh Baruch was in charge there too. He's in charge of the Hatzal of Yeshua. So, so too in every situation. If we have it sorry in a different place, we are there was an attack and somebody's in, in danger. So we stop and say to Hillim. We stop and Davin. We know something is out of my control. We Davin. That's a fulfillment of not violating Lassam and Because this is a much more encompassing Isser than one would have thought of. It's not just saving from drowning in the extreme situations. In every situation where someone needs help, we could fulfill this mitzvah of Osamod al Damriach. Okay, for the rest of the time, we're going to mention a couple of thoughts on probably the most famous pasuk in, in the parsha. Parag test pasuk yudches. We'll start with pasuk yudzayin. Lo sizda Do not hate your brother in your heart. Hocheat tochiach The mitzvah of tochacha of rebuking, but I have to give rebuke in a way that I don't uh, do it in a, in a way that embarrasses him. The Isser of revenge. Two different types of revenge. Chazal tell us, don't say he didn't lend me, so I won't lend him. Don't say, well, you didn't lend me, but I'm better than you, and I'm going to give it to you. That's also a type of revenge. As b'nei amecha, v'yahavta l'orecha kamocha, ani Hashem. Right, Rabbi Akiva, ahavta l'orecha kamocha, Rashi quotes, ze klal gadol b'Torah. This is a great klal gadol b'Torah. Let's talk about a couple of, um, three different ideas. Three different ideas about this pasuk. Number one is the, what's the emphasis of Rabbi Akiva, ze klal gadol b'Torah. Ze klal gadol. Of course it's b'Torah. Everything is Batorah. Rabbi Akiva, Zechal This is a very important principle. You have to realize. It doesn't say Batorah by other principles. So what's the emphasis of Zechal Gadol Batorah? Says the Ksav Sofer, two ideas. Two ideas. You could call it the only idea or the even idea. The only idea or the even idea. Says the Ksav Sofer in source number seven. When it comes to physical pursuits, it could very well be that a person could do it themselves. They could be their own farmer. They could be their own. They could be involved in their own. Be a loner. The person could be a hermit and live. Physically, avo b'Torah yefshar, a Torah way of life. You can't do that though. Rock b'diva chaveru. Can't be a loner, a hermit, being an Orthodox Jew. The Yomer Rabbi Akiva, like Rabbi Akiva says in Mesechas Tainus, Harbei Lamati Mirabosai Umi Talmida Yosem Mikulam. The same Rabbi Akiva, Talmida Yosem Mikulam. Right, you have to be involved in the world. It could be a chavrusa. Can learn much better with a chavrusa. It could be minion. We were talking about like where would people think like where would if, if person wants to live for Jew for an Orthodox Jew thinks where would they live if, if there was no limitation of being in an Orthodox environment? They might not live in the same exact town that they live in now. But the answer is you can't because Judaism is about chavra. Judaism is about tzibur. Torah is about tzibur. Says the Chazab Sofer. But Torah. But Torah, you can't be alone. By Torah! 
Torah way of life, you have the Recha You gotta have that connection. Zekla Golda Batorah, Sheyahavu Zedzeh, Venochim Zedzeh Bahalacha. That's the only shot. Zekla Golda Batorah, you gotta put it in quotes, number one. But then you have the even shot. What's the even shot? Odie Shlomar, number two, line five. his Hira Torah, Shalom Nechshab Ahavas Reyav. Eina ella be'inyani olam hazeh. She'yachzik ishlerei eyu v'yechayeyu. Sometimes we think that all we have to do in life is to make sure my friends, my neighbors' physical needs are taken care of. Ella gam be'inyin kiyam ha-Torah. No, maybe even more so. I have to make sure, if it is within my power, to be out for the welfare, the spiritual welfare of my neighbor. Just like we're about our own Ruchnius. My friends Ruchnius as well. Right? If I'm worried about my own kids' education and my own kids making sure they stay on the straight of the narrow, I have to be also worried about my friends' kids and my neighbors' kids. They're all our children. To make sure everybody can do the mitzvahs. What does Rabbi Kiva say? Not just in life, but also in Torah. It's a klal gadol of haterecha kamocha. She yazer ishtoreu lekaima Torah. V'chein yizayz v'yochiach also al kacha. Kasher tziva Hashem ochiach tochiach. Kainirali. So says the Ksav Sofer. Two meet somewhat opposite but different shatim. What's that word? Especially in Torah, meaning only in Torah, so to speak, because you can live by yourself outside of Torah or even in Torah. Even in Torah, you have to be after that. Number one, the first part of the pasuk. Let's go back to for a minute. The Isser of revenge, probably one of the hardest isurim that we have. The Isser of revenge. We discussed in past years the sheet of the Chinuch, the Chinuch, all the Mepharshim, from the Rishonim to the Achronim, try to help us out with this Isser, because it's somewhat challenging. If somebody punches me in the face, if somebody takes something of mine, right, what, are the, what, are, what does the child say? They deserved it. Magilo! Well, Magilo, they deserve it. Right? So how do we not have that attitude? Right? Tit for tat. Why? How do we overcome our, our instinctual reaction to take revenge? So, the Chinuch we discussed in the past had one shot. Two of the great Achronim give Mishalim. Give us Mishalim to the next time that somebody, I don't know, cuts us off on the road. And we feel the need to go around them, to make sure we stare them down, to maybe even cut them off. What, what positive purpose is served by that? Nobody has figured that out yet. But, you know, that's what we all think we have to do. But, um, right, the next time that happens, the next time... Somebody gets on our nerve, whatever it is. What should we think about? What should we think about to try to help us overcome? So we have the second Kliyakar of the night, and then we have the Chavetz Chaim. Says the Kliyakar, source number eight. The Kliyakar on Kedoshim, everyone. We discussed two in past years also. Kilayim. Says the Kliyakar, Losika Vlasitas Mecha. He quotes, first of all, it says B'nei Amecha. Anyone in your nation. It doesn't say just. Uh, amischa, which is usually means amischa b'mitzvus. Lavishad akima v'atir tchuna rava gufadam. Ve'imin aray lavakish to come out shum adam shumi bnei amechim tovim ra. We shouldn't try to take revenge from anybody, even if there's a Russia. Let a kodesh baruch will take revenge for him. It's not our job to take revenge. Kodesh baruch will do what he has to do. So that's why it has the more inclusive lashon, not just amischa, but as bnei amecha. Lavishad mistama hanekama hi amasha asa lachab gufcha b'mamoncha. Because the comment is what a person did to what somebody did to you. If we had the proper perspective, we would realize it's not worth it. Whatever occurred, they stepped on me, they went in front of me, it's not worth it. It's not worth it for me. How do we think of it, it's not worth it? Turn the page. Says the Klayakar, think of it in these terms. Beautiful marshal. Next page. Most of the time, Nekama is when something physical was taken from me. 
Right? There was a certain position. I was slighted. A certain covet I didn't get. I didn't get to keep it in shul. I was cut off online. Whatever it is. It's something physical. Something gosh me. What perspective could we put it in? Lo ratza Hashem sheyivaki shadam nekam aleim. Masha l'madav adome. Latino kamesachik. Vaosam isa naris beis abin you know he's a davar acher. Imagine a child builds a house of Lego. House of Lego. Imagine a child that works on a puzzle. Uba iza adam and he worked hard on it. And somebody came who killed kel kol maisa vasher bana vasher nata hayeled. A wicked man comes and knocks down the Lego. And knocks down, breaks the puzzle. So at that moment, that's, that's the only thing in the world for the child. The child thinks that this person is, is, is terrible. And the child screams to his Abba, take care of him. And if it was up to the child right then, the father would kill that other person. Look what he did to my Lego, look what he did! If the father would listen, but what does the father do? The father knows that the other guy was a really bad guy. Do you know what? The father realizes that it's Lego. The father realizes that it's a puzzle. And therefore the father realizes that that guy, okay, so he did a bad thing, but it's not my job to, to punish him. It's not my job. The child thinks that something terrible was done. The father has a wider ranging perspective and a higher perspective and he realizes that I know it's important to you but it's hevel avalim. You're a child so you don't understand that. And obviously we have to take into account the child's feelings. But objectively it's hevel avalim. And it's not Kedai to take revenge for that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us, You know why? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the father and we're all the kids. And any time, 99% of the time when we're slighted and we don't want to take revenge, it's really a house of Lego. It's really something. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is looking down on us and says, I know you don't think so. I know it's important to you now. Like the child thinks the Lego is important to him. But you got to realize that I have a higher perspective. And I'm telling you, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'll take care of the person who knocked down the house. We feel like there's a Milo. We think that something terrible was done. So says the Klayakar, that's how we have to look at, look at it. That's how we have to try to overcome our Nakama tendencies. We have to try the next time to think of that, we have to tell ourselves, Lego house. We have to tell ourselves that. And even though we don't feel it right then, we tell it to our child, our child will still be screaming. But you know what? We won't act based on it. So we can still be screaming inside until we, we calm down. You know, three days later, we'll look back and say, I'm glad we didn't do anything. But that's how we have to look at it. It's a Lego house. And that's what he even says. Maybe it's the Pshat of the Tehillim that we said this morning, the Shir Shalyom for Wednesday. How does the Shir Shalyom for Wednesday start off? Kel Nekamos Hashem, Nekama. Kel Nekamos Sophia. It's in that Mizmar. He quotes on line 17. Ad Masai Risham Hashem, Ad Masai Risham Yalozu. Right, Ad Masai, the, the Mizmar basically talks about Rasha Vitovlo and the Tzadik Varalo and the Risham are, are always saying Right, the um, what's what's uh, how long Akash Baruch was silent for, and Akash Baruch was not in charge. But what is it? Uh, what, is, what is the Mizmar about? Line eighteen. Ubi Yadavar Shabala Hashkit Lunas Haomer Azav Hashem Esaretz. The Gozer Momer Shavad Elo Yirekov Elo Yavino Lo Keyakov. We say, where is Hashem? Ki Echacha Yuchavara Bivadon Molad To Aniim Umu To Come. How can He see such terrible things which we can't understand? That's why we say Diana Emes in this world. We don't say Tova Meitav on everything. Some things are difficult. So at the end of the whole Mizmar, what does it say? There's an answer given. Hashem Adam Hashem is saying, you know what it is? It's Lego. And even though we don't think of it as Lego in Olam Hazer, when it comes to this Israel of revenge, that's how we have to try to look at it. You go through all the Psukim. 
And he says that's that's what we have to try to look at. That's how we have to try to look at it. Akash Baruch Hu gives miyaser certain people, and he gives them isurin. We don't, we can't ask why. For whatever reason, he knows what's what's best for each other, uh, for for each of us. But that's how we have to look at it in terms of the isurim to come. Number one, number two says the Chavetz Chaim, a different mashal. Chavetz Chaim is explaining a specific case where somebody doesn't do us a favor. Somebody doesn't do something that we sh- think that we they should do for us. Right, which is the examples given by Chazal for Nekama and Netira. Where Nekama means I'm not going to give it back to you either, and Netira where I'm better than you. Says the Chavetz Chaim, he gives his own mashal. Imagine, imagine a person, person uh, needs Ruvain. Person needs Ruvain, he says in one source 10. Right, and he goes to a group of people, he goes to a person that says, where's Ruvain? He says, you see that group of people over there? I think Ruvain's over there. He goes into that group of people and he sees Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, he can't find the person he's looking for. So does he start screaming at them? Why, why aren't you Ruvain? Why aren't you Ruvain? I need Ruvain! Stop screaming at them. He starts screaming at Shimon. Why aren't you Ruvain? Does that make sense? Of course he wouldn't do that. Why not? Because obviously Hashem didn't want him to meet the person that he needs. And you're not going to get mad at the person because of that. Hashem doesn't want this person to be the shliach to help you out. He doesn't want him to be there. That's why you're not going to be mad at the person. It's just the situation. Says the Chafetz Chaim, if somebody doesn't do me a tova, so obviously, HaKadosh Baruch doesn't want that person to be the shleif, to do me the tova. I'm going to be mad at this person. He's not Ruvain. I need Ruvain. And he's not Ruvain. He's Shimon. HaKadosh Baruch doesn't, didn't, didn't make him the shleif. So says the Chafetz Chaim, in that specific situation, that's the mashal we have to think about. For Nekam and Etira. If somebody doesn't do, if somebody wrongs me, that's not, let's go back to the Klayakar's mashal. But if somebody doesn't do something that he should do for me, so that's the Chavetz Chaim's Marshal. And finally, the last thought of the evening. We spoke about Klagado Batora. What's Torah? We spoke about Nekama. The last thought, that maybe the most basic question that is dealt with, we discussed the Ramban in past years, I think last year we did it, the Yahatul Recha Kamocha. How do we, it's very difficult to imagine that we really feel that way. So, the Ramban says, this doesn't mean kamocha, it just means, just like I'm happy, I want happy things to happen to me, I want happy things to happen to my friend. But there is a, there is a medrash, there of Yerucham quotes in source 11. It's a well-known medrash. Tani People are on a boat. One of them comes and takes a drill and starts drilling underneath where his seat is. They say, what are you doing? What do you care? This is my seat. I'm only drilling under my chair. What do you care about what I'm doing? What are you, crazy? What you do has major implications for me. You can't say, Shalom Allah Nafshi. All of Kla Yisrael are on a boat together. And we're all in the Yam. We are all on the boat called Jewish history. We have no independent existence. We are all on the boat. If somebody thinks they can cut themselves off, they're cutting everybody off. Then he says on line 16 as well, We were on the boat at Harsinai together. We were on the boat throughout history together. And that is why there is so much emphasis. Look at any other religion. What other religion has so many laws related to interpersonal relationships? What other religion has Nazikin? What other religion has that? He says, line 14, Many times we just go, If one Jew wants to act in a certain way, we think, I'm doing this. What does that have to do with you? Says, says, no, we're all on the boat together. Because we're all in this together. And if somebody's having trouble, then the whole boat is, is shaking. And if somebody's having a stormy situation in their, in their peckle of life, then we're all having a stormy situation. And he says, he says very, he says, it's even so sharp. The Gemara says in Brachis, line 29, we're not allowed to even express 
a, a, a sentence that gives off an impression that I'm not part of the cloud. The Gemara says, I'm a Shmuel. Person should never take themselves out of the cloud. Aye, the Mishnah says, Bishlosha, Behu Omer Barhu. Aye, four people are benching. Right, three people say, right, he's, he's separate. He says, Barhu. He doesn't say, Nivarech. The Gemara says, no, no, okay, you're right. Nivarech is better. Why is Nivarech better? Because Barhu is giving off the impression that you should bless, not we. You can't even give a little impression of not being part of the cloud. And as he says, quoting the, the, what we say to the Russia, because the Kamocha, right? That's what Hillel told the Ger, right? Zil Gemar, this is this is Torah. Right, don't do what don't do it to your friend. Well, you don't want done it to yourself. This is the Yisod. This is the Avarecha Kamocha Torah. We have to realize we're all on the boat together. Every Jew in the world is on the boat. We have to daven for them. We have to care for them. We have to feel their pain and celebrate in their smachot. And Beis Hashanah will make it a little easier for us, so we won't be all over the world. But he will be Makabis Nitchei Amo Yisrael.